The accounts you'll hear on Parsha Stories are original adaptations of the weekly Parsha. Enjoy! Come find out how the world began, how God created the sea and the land. You'll meet the Avod and the Imahod and a pillar of salt named Deshavlod. Mitzrayim's got a lot of wheat, find out why in Bereshit. This week's Parsha is Vayechi, and tells the story of the end of Yaakov's life. As a reminder, Yaakov has come down to Egypt to join his sons, including his long-lost son, Yosef, who is now the vice-pharaoh of Mitzrayim, of Egypt. And life is good for Bnei Israel in Mitzrayim, as Yosef has set them up with beautiful fields in the outskirts of the city in a town called Goshen. And our commentators explained that Yaakov arriving in Egypt actually brought an end to the famine that had been prophesied by Yosef in the earlier stories. But now it is time for Yaakov to die. But before he dies, he needs to pass on the blessing that was given to him by his father Yitzchak, even though it was given to him in kind of a sneaky way. And it's the same blessing that was given to Yitzchak by his father, Abraham, given to him by God. And Yaakov begins by calling his son Yosef to him. And he says, Yosef, you see, now he's an old man, so he has an old man voice. Yosef, I need you to promise me that when I die... You'll make sure to bring my body back to Canaan, back to the cave of Machpelah, and bury me there. I don't want to be buried here in Egypt. Make sure you bury me in the promised land, in the holy land, alongside my ancestors, in the cave of Machpelah. And Yosef says, Dad, I promise. And Yaakov says, promise me. And he says, I, I, I promise. Swear it to me as an oath. Okay, okay. I swear to you as an oath that I will not let you be buried in Egypt, that you will be buried in Eretz Canaan in the cave of Machpelah. Okay, then. Now, bring me your sons. Ah. Uh, my sons, I, I mean, uh, isn't there anything that you want to say to me, like a, a blessing for me? Oh, you'll have your time, but bring me your sons who will be like sons to me. You see, I don't have much left of your mother, Rachel. She died on the journey in Bethlehem. And so I want it to be that all of your sons and their sons will be counted as mine. Now, I just want to say as a side note, there's an interesting conversation to be had about that moment of bringing up Rachel in the Devash newsletter that has gone home to everyone. But Yosef does as his father Yaakov commands and brings in his sons. Now, Menashe was the firstborn son, and Ephraim was the secondborn son. And when they come in, Yaakov says, 
Oh, who are these two young men who stand before me? Now his eyesight was growing dim, and the sons come and they are placed in the age order with Menashe at Yaakov's right hand and Ephraim at Menashe's left hand because the right hand would give the blessing for the firstborn and the, sec and the left hand would give the blessing for the secondborn. Now, Yosef puts them in the correct order of age with Menashe at the right and Ephraim at the left. But Yaakov switches his hands and puts his right hand on Ephraim and his left hand on Menashe. And Yosef says, no, no, dad, thinking that he's kind of going senile, an old man going senile. He says, no, 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 dad, dad, Menashe is the oldest one. Ephraim is the younger one. So let's keep their hands like this. And he says, I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. And he puts his right hand on Ephraim, his left hand on Menashe, and he gives them a blessing. Hamalach ago eloti, Hamalach ago eloti mikora, Yivarechet hanearim, Veikarebahem shemi. May the angel who has watched over me all my years, whether it was the angels who I saw going up and down the ladder, or the angels that I wrestled with before meeting your uncle Esav, may those same angels now watch over all of you. And forever it should be said, at the time of giving blessings on Shabbat to children, Yesimcha Elohim Kephraim Bechimanashe, may God bless you like Ephraim. A beautiful blessing given to his grandsons. And he says, Now, Yosef, bring me the rest of your brothers, because I actually have something I'd like to share with all of them. I am deeply connected to each one, and I have a prophecy about each one of theirs' future. And they line up and they come in one at a time. Ruvain, you have been unstable as my eldest son, sometimes doing great things, sometimes doing bad things. You shall always be unstable. Shimon and Levi were so quick to fight the people of Shechem, you are always going to be quick to fight. Yehuda, the brave lion who approached the vice pharaoh, like a lion, you will always be the king of Israel. Dan, you will be a judge. Asher, you will be happy. Naphtali, you will be like a gazelle swift, Zavulun, you will rule the seas, God, or Gad, you will be raided and 
eventually will raid in return. Yisachar, you will <clears throat> uh, carry things. And Binyamin, like a wolf, you will work best in a pack. And Yosef, you know that special blessing that I gave to Ephraim and Menashe, but to you, you are kind of a wild card. You've always been a wild card. Crazy things happen around you. But as long as you stay focused and committed, you will always succeed. And with that, Yaakov dies. And everybody is very, very sad because Yaakov brought such goodness into the world. And he was a big celebrity at this point. Just as God had promised, he had fame, fortune, money, lots of children. He had the possession of the amazing land of Canaan. And when he dies, it's a big, big funeral that lasts for 70 days. And there's a big procession. Tons of people help bring the body of Yaakov all the way back to Canaan. And along the way, all the different towns between Mitzrayim and Canaan, people come out and they say, Oh, is that Yaakov? Oh, he was so great. Oh, Yaakov. Oh, that's so sad. And everywhere, people are crying. Now, after Yaakov is laid to rest in the cave of Machpelah, the brothers get nervous again, and they go to their brother Yosef, and they say, Yosef, hey, Yosef, listen. Um, you know, Dad, right before he died, he actually told us a secret uh, that maybe he didn't tell you, but he told us that you should definitely forgive us for all of the things that we did wrong, okay? So, you, you know, that's what dad wants. You see, they were nervous that maybe now that Yaakov had died, that Yosef would actually take out some previous anger on them. And Yosef said, guys, 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 we went over this before. Not mad at you. You are the reason that all of these things happened, and had you not thrown me in that pit that first time, sold me into slavery, then we would have all been starving to death in Canaan, so it's fine. And he says, but I do need your help with one thing. I need you to make sure that my bones are brought back to Eretz Yisrael when I die. And they say, yes, of course, of course. He says, promise me. And they say, yeah, oh, of, co of course, of course, we promise. However, when Yosef dies, his bones stay in Egypt. And Yosef, right before he dies, he says, and now I got to use an old man voice for Yosef. He says, things are going to get bad with the Egyptians. And when I die, they're going to put my bones away in a tomb. But remember, remember to pass along the word to all of the future generations that when the time comes for God to save you from Egypt, to remember to bring my bones back to Eretz Yisrael, to Eretz Canaan, along the way to which i imagine the brother saying what could possibly go wrong in egypt things are going great we have goshen everybody loves us everybody loves you things are going so well between us and the egyptians what could possibly go wrong 
Well, my friends, we're going to find out what happens to Bnei Yisrael in Mitzrayim in next week's podcast, Parsha, starting a new Sefer, a new book of Shemot. But to the Sefer Bereshit that we have, we say, Chazak, Chazak, Benid Chazek. Be strong, be strong. May we all be strengthened by these amazing stories. Shabbat Shalom.